ACP Church family, welcome to the No Borders podcast, where every week we will discuss the sermon and share some personal takeaways. Hey, ACP family, we are now in a sermon series called Living Christmas, where we will be looking at scripture that tells us how to live it versus just walking through the season. All right. Thank you, Centerpoint family, for joining us today. Uh, Today is the uh, first of the sermon series on Living Christmas, and I have Pastor Devon here with me. What's up, people? We'll be talking a little bit about the the sermon today. Uh, First of all, I wanted to say, you know, Merry Christmas. Well, Merry Christmas to you. I'm I'm not over Thanksgiving, (laughs) though. I'm still not over Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was good. I was in Mississippi with my family there. Um, It was a long drive. Before we went to Mississippi, we stopped in Destin, Florida, which I didn't know we had such a beautiful jewel here in Florida. What's that? Destin, Florida? You you haven't? Oh, wow. You need to visit. You need to take your wife there. Okay. She she's going to hear me on this podcast saying that you need to take her there. So you have to make arrangements to get her to Destin. It is a beautiful uh, destination named okay. Destin. All right, nice. <laughs> so you just stop through there. Stop and then, through there because okay. it's a thirteen hour drive to Mississippi. Had Thanksgiving with my family there, which was wonderful, and really, uh, it was a grateful time with my family. Which I heard you had a wonderful time. You're it's a little crazy, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So we we did the the Monday with the Walkers, and then uh, we did uh, Thursday with my family, and so got to split it up a little bit, but um, got to eat some good food, and now we are all the way into Christmas season. You, you say that you I'm got still, your Christmas hey. decorations up and all that? No, no, not yet. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. You have yours up already? Got the Christmas we tree. We are in Christmas swing, people. We don't have we don't have lights up, but yeah, we'll see if we get to that this year. Okay. <laughs> um, so but, you're really going to live Christmas and just not be in this season, right? That's you, right. You're going to live it. That's the goal. That's the goal. <laughs> um, but so today's sermon, uh, he went into, you know, how to worship fully. And when we think about that, you know, it's very prevalent in the the story of the Christmas story and how it gives us examples of 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 that of how to to worship fully and um you know he he goes into that um the the worship of the the angels was an invitation to all people to be a part of gr- Jesus's greater story and that invitation you know, we 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 think of that as you know being the the highest calling of your life. It's not just this invitation to just a party. It's not just like this invitation to you know this this one time event. So like this this is an invitation of how you live the rest of your life. Right, which I also think is kind of an extension from where we just came from with studying Malachi, right? Mm-hmm. On uh, robbing God of his worship. Now, how to worship fully is mm-hmm. where we are right now in, in living Christmas. So I think this is kind of an extension from where we just came from and Definitely. we're about to go to a different place, right? Mm-hmm. How to worship fully. How he came so that he could be with us, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of weird. And I know we can, it's, it's Christmas season and we say that, you know, it's God in the flesh. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. But he kind of walked through that with us in the sermon today when he said seven pound, eight ounces. You know? <laughs> That's right. He did <laughs> when say he, that. He did. Uh-huh. He, when he said that, that I, I started laughing. Like, how are you just going to just prescribe Jesus a, a birth weight, you know? <laughs> but he did that. That was, that was pretty cool. But that also put in perspective that Jesus was born. Mm-hmm. And how he came, we talked about, he talked about that story on with Mary versus Joseph. That's a, a uh, you know, an, an old telling, right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden Mary's pregnant and yep. 
Joseph has just got to accept it. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, uh, and so yeah, that you know, putting that per- perspective of you know that we we look at this this story. Sometimes it becomes this mundane thing. We you know get into the Christmas season. It's just. Like he kind of went into of how a lot of times we get into the the Scrooge sermons of, mm-hmm. you know, where all about Christmas is, you know, how materialistic we become as a, a society. And, you know, we need to get back to the the main, you know, um, purpose of, of what Christmas is about and everything, and which is good, um, which is, you know, a good message. But, yeah, it can just become a little repetitive, you know, you hear that over and over. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so he goes into more about worshiping fully requires perseverance and obedience. Uh, he, he went into how obedience is more of an outward expression while uh, submission is an inward attitude. And so he, he explained that story of the little kid where he was talking about, you know, how he, the, the kid is sitting in the corner, but he, he's uh, standing on the inside. Um, yeah. So he, he says that, you know, we, it's more of more than just the outward expression. It's an inward attitude as well. So worship has to be worship itself has to be an inward at an, an inward attitude that comes out outwardly, mm-hmm. right? Um, I really appreciated when he talked about the surrender. Mm-hmm. That surrendering you have to that that attitude of surrender is what you have to have it mm-hmm. in order for it to be in order for your expression of worship to be expressed fully. Yeah. So it has to start within in order for it to come out. It just, you know, just going out buying gifts um, for, you know, because that's what you have to do is not, it's just not it. Mm-hmm. It's just not it. We have to, we have to stand up um, and worship expressively. We have to surrender in that worship. Yeah. Yeah. It's more, he, he referred to it as a, a posture that we take. Yes. It's, it's more than just the act. It's more than just the singing of songs. It's more than it's more than that. And God calls us to that that posture. He calls mm-hmm. us to you know that act of of reverence that we have, and it's an attitude of the heart within the acts of worship. Yes. We're connected to God's character and purposes. Pastor that. Tom kind of made that clear. You know, when he said worship is a posture, it's time to take our worship more serious. Mm-hmm. It's just time for that. I I think he's been calling us to do that for the past six months. <laughs> he's been letting us know what, how serious worship is and how serious we should take it and how serious God takes it. For we, we were created to worship him. Mm-hmm. And if we move outside of that, our reason for creation, then what are we really here for? So he's calling us back to our original, you know, to that originality being created mm-hmm. to worship. He's been calling us back to that. I'm, I'm serious. I'm, I think it's been probably going on six months. Pastor Tom has been talking to us about the seriousness of worship in this sermon today, living Christmas, mm-hmm. who would have thought that this, was, this would have been more about worship? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have thought it. Yeah. It would not have been me. Yeah. Um, the ex- we, not only we talked about that, we talked about, you know, worship and giving, but not, not tithe and offering. That's what we, he wasn't talking about that. He was talking about, this is really the season for giving. Mm-hmm. He gave us an example how we give that cockamamie excuse. Um, that's his word, not mine. <laughs> cockamamie excuse of we're going to pray about it. Mm-hmm. He even talked about um, his wife and how she gives, she gave to the gentleman at, um, that comes and washes her windows and how he immediately gave again. So he gave us, you know, that cockamamie excuse. Then we, we say we have to pray about it when something comes up. Um, that's not what we, that's, that's false. Mm-hmm. That's not, if, if it's a need and it's a registered need, if it's a need that we can recognize as truly a need, we are to move on that. We're to move on that immediately. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And so, yeah, um, you know, the next point that he got into is 
to worship fully includes includes sacrifice. Right. And which was of, my point of what I just said. I right? know, but I'm, I'm just putting it in. <laughs> Thank in you for putting context. it in perspective because I did not bring that out. I did but, not make that clear. But the sacrifice, I think sometimes we we get a little bit diluted. That sacrifice is something that extends us. It should it should cause us to kind of, you know, be a little bit um, worried in a sense, or it, it should hurt a little bit in a sense. Like sacrifice is not just meant to give the leftovers. It's not just mm-hmm. that giving on top of, or that, that, that minimum amount or whatever. Um, to worship fully, I think includes that sacrifice of extending ourselves. It's, it's, it should be more than just the, you know, give a gift or give your time. You know, if you have a little leftover time this Christmas season, maybe you got, um, you know, a little bit of time off of work. Oh, you, you can, you can sacrifice that by serving. No, it, to truly fully get into that posture of fully worshiping. I think you have to, it has, you feel it a little bit more. Does that make sense? It does, but I want you to go a little bit beyond on what you're saying. So sacrifice, mm-hmm. explain again. How about you use, I'll, I'll talk to you like I talked to my, um, my, my, when my kids were little, <laughs> say what you just said, but use different words. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so when I think of, you know, how we, as you know, I guess we, I won't say me as, as we as a culture, but um, me, sometimes I think of sacrifices that I'm making as these, like I said, like giving, giving of time, if I have it, like kind of thing, Mm -hmm. it's, it's more of like this diluted form of sacrifice. It's not this, it's not the true sacrifice of giving the first of what I have. Mm -hmm. It's more of the, like I said, the leftovers, it's, it's giving on, you know, what, oh yeah, we got some, some old stuff in the garage. Oh, we'll give this away and we'll call it sacrifice. Like, you know, it's, it's not, you're giving, it's not, you're, you're, you're not posturing yourself in a way that is really embodying that true meaning of, you know, sacrifice to, to suffer, to, you know, give up to, you know, sacrifice should be, it should not be comfortable. Yeah, exactly. It it should not be comfortable. I think we're, we, we sometimes get into that that posture of sacrifice is comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, well, you know, we can, we can give this, we can give the, that. It's the afterthought. Exactly. And so I think we, yeah, when, when we truly embody what sacrifice was meant to be, and we look at, you know, Jesus, the, the ultimate sacrifice of giving is, is, is life. Like mm-hmm. that, that should put it in a little bit of a context when we're, you know, if we're just pulling out the, the old stuff of, you know, donations and calling mm-hmm. that a sacrifice that we are making, you know, that's, that's okay. That's not bad, but it's not enough. Like extending yourself fully into that posture. Which is what you just said, which is what Jesus did. Mm-hmm. Pastor Tom this morning talked about the angels when he had seen him before, because they knew who he was, right? They, they knew he, they knew who he was. They knew, um, they, they had had a, a taste of who Jesus was before he humbled himself and came here. So he truly did make the sacrifice. Another one of the the quotes that he had is that um, from A.W. Tozer, the reason why so many of us are still troubled, still seeking, still making little forward progress is because they haven't yet come to the end of themselves. We're still trying to give orders and interfering with God's work in us. And I, I think that that, like, like he said, you know, are we fully submitting to what God has in store for us? Are we still holding on to, you know, little pieces of our life that we 
we feel like are important or are we really surrendering, really, you know, submitting to that full higher purpose, that higher calling of what God has in store for us? But, well, I yeah. would say the obedience that, that's talked about in this quote, um, yeah, that's what I would say. So he, when we break down this quote, the, re, the reason why so many of us are still troubled, still seeking, still making, still making little forward progress is because they haven't yet come to the end of themselves because we haven't submitted fully. Mm-hmm. We haven't submitted. Yeah. I, that's, uh, to me, that's it because we haven't submitted. We haven't, we haven't humbled ourselves to that posture of worship. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. We haven't humbled ourselves. And I, that's why. Just, uh, uh, try, just trying to make it clear. Just trying to make it clear. <laughs> Clarity is not here this morning. So uh, with, um, you know, sacrifice that we are able to participate in, and, you know, I think that it is that continuing of the sacrifice, that continuing of, you know, working that in our lives to, to get to that where we, you know, worship fully. Um, do you have any traditions of how you as a family or you have where you, uh, that, that looks like, how do you, how do you sacrifice? How does, how does Christmas, how do you keep that mentality of, you know, what the real reason of Christmas is? How did, how did you as a family or go about that? You know, we did not do a, um, myself for my family. I don't think I've done a great job of keeping that, keeping what Christmas really is, um, keeping it out in the front to say we, to make that sacrifice of, of making sure that Christmas, cause that's, that's what it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, that would hurt to put the true meaning of Christmas in the front because I'm used to the tradition of Christmas. Let's go shopping. Mm-hmm. Let's hit up the, 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 the black Friday, mm-hmm. um, sales. Let's, let's not forget about, uh, what is it called? Uh, Cyber Monday. Yep. I call it Magic Monday. Let's not forget <laughs> about Magic Monday and the sales that you're going to get that you couldn't get on Black Friday because you didn't have time because you was just, you know, getting over Thanksgiving and you really didn't want to get out the house to do it because I didn't want to make that sacrifice. Um, so putting the real meaning of Christmas out in the front was, I didn't do a good job of it. I haven't done a good job. Mm-hmm. We have never, um, as for me, my family, we have never read the story of Christmas. I've always regretted that, but have I done anything about it? No. We've never read the story of Christmas, which is the true meaning of Christmas. We've never done that. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about Giving Tuesday. We always give an offering. Well, my family always comes up with an offering for the end of the year um, to give. You know, just it's our sacrifice because, you know, we really don't. But is it really a sacrifice? Because it's not something I, I plan on giving it, mm-hmm. but it's not something so much that I hurt because I put aside for it. You know, it's, so it's not something that is truly a sacrifice mm-hmm. either. Um, you know, I I can't say I've done a great job of living Christmas. Yeah, it's it 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 comes every year, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's it's still you know we we don't really plan for it that much, or we you know just fall into the the cultural traditions that we have, and not necessarily the you know biblical ones, the the ones that we really should put more emphasis on. Um, and so, yeah, that, that would be, you know, challenge that I have for myself and my family is how do we look at Christmas and how, how are we, you know, trying to live Christmas? How are we trying to extend it through the whole month, the whole year of, you know, worshiping fully? How are we using Christmas as that reminder, that invitation that we you know, are able to, 
recalibrate ourselves. It should be, you know, a reminder. And, and sometimes it just becomes, you know, more of the same. And so it should be more of that, you know, reminder of why are we doing what we're doing? Why, you know, why are we giving? Why are we giving, getting into that giving spirit that we always talk about? And why are we going into that? It's for a greater purpose. It's for that invitation to truly be able to, like, like you said, you know, be able to be called for the higher purpose of your life. And we should be, that should be something that we are ex- exemplifying to others. You know, it should be exemplifying that higher calling, that, that invitation for, for others as well. And so he, he talks about Christmas is giving. The father gave his son and the son gave his life. Without giving, there is not true Christmas. And without sacrifice, there is not true worship. And so, yeah, that would be kind of my end up, you know, sum up of kind of what, what he talked about. He kind of said, like, if you can't remember anything, just remember that last uh, last couple sentences there. <laughs> I like that. There I think go. that's a great place to stop. There you go. <laughs> um, but want to encourage you all to, if you haven't... Um, Sign up to do the the Giving Tuesday um, that goes to the Benevolence Fund there. Uh, join us for next week as we discuss this uh, continuing Living Christmas sermon. Thanks for joining us. Today.